0: If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And there's nothing like free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other platforms. And the best part, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Thank you for coming back to another podcast by See Simple Secrets. Today's topic is on submission. And uh, I chose this topic based on the recent revelation I guess you can say by Jenny Mai that She desires to be submissive to Jeezy or um, Jay, as she refers to him, in their marriage. And, of course, it was met with a lot of outrage. (laughs) And so I just wanted to touch on that topic today. I think a lot of times, submission comes with a negative connotation, right? It's like, when you're submitting to somebody, you're giving up your rights You're giving up your power and you're allowing somebody to have control of your life. And of course, if you look at submission in that way, it will never sit well with you that you're submitting to someone else. But I kind of challenge us to think a little bit differently about what submission means. Because in my opinion, submission is nothing more than respect and trust because you have to trust an individual for you to submit to them and you also have to respect the individual for you to submit to them and when I think about this I think about um, even how we submit to our bosses on our jobs like you know you have to listen to their um, directions you have to follow those directions. Um, you have to come in when they put you on the schedule. And all of that is a form of submission. You can't come in and say, well, I uh, make my own rules. And so I'm not going to come in at 8 o'clock like you asked me to. I'm going to come in at 8.15 because that's what works better for me. Or... Um, I'm going to take my lunch at 1045, even though you said that lunch is at 1130, because that's what I want to do. And so when you think about it that way, it's like submission is not that difficult, right? We have to obey the rules that like uh, the traffic rules. We have to get our licenses updated or renewed when they tell us to. It's not like And if you don't do those things, it comes with a penalty, right? So at least when you're submitting to someone in your relationship, you don't really have a penalty to pay. It's like, I respect your opinion. I trust your leadership. And I believe that whatever decision you make for our family is going to be the right decision. And I also think in that submission, though, it's not like you have to go with exactly what they come up with. They may make a decision for the family and say, well, I think that the children will be uh, more productive at this particular school. And then you might have another school or area. And then you all come together and say, "Okay, let's make a compromise. You. like this is a better school i feel like this is a better school let's go and visit each one of the schools and you might compromise and say well you know what i do like that school better for our children so those type of decisions i feel like a lot of times things are going to still be decided together even though you're somewhat submitting to that person it's like you still have some say so And even in your relationships, like if I get ready to go somewhere and maybe I'm going somewhere with one of my male friends, then I might run that by the person that I'm in a relationship with and say, hey, what do you think about me going to this particular event with my male friend? And it's not like that person has control over me, but... I will want to know how they feel about a particular thing before I do it, because if it's something that's uncomfortable for them, then I don't want to cause problems in our relationship. And of course you can say, oh, well, he's just insecure. He knows that that's your friend and you know, you can do whatever you want to do. But if the shoe was on the other foot, would you be able to handle it the same way? So if he comes to you and says, hey, I'm going to such, such a place with my female friend and it's only the two of us, how are you going to feel about that? So I think it's always important just to run whatever you're doing by the person that you're with, even though they're not your father, they're not your boss. But I think it's maturity. Because when you're mature, you're able to make more clearer decisions. And it's not like when you're in a relationship, you're not battling against that person. And I think that's how things have gotten. Like, they've gotten to that point nowadays where it's like nobody wants to submit to anyone. And that's in leadership as far as employment. That's in leadership as far as just in general. I could say the police, but I know that's a really... um, (laughs) tricky issue as well you know it's it's really difficult for us to say that at this time and I've even had my encounters with the police as well but I feel like because I handled it the way that I did that's why it went the way that it did and by the grace of God it didn't go in the direction that it could have gone in and so I think a lot of times just having that humility that's another word that comes to mind. So, humility, respect, trust, just keeping those things in the forefront of your mind. That sometimes it's okay to have that lowly appearance, even though you may not lack confidence or anything like that in your actual life. Sometimes you have to have that lowly appearance just because in some cases you have to blend in I hate to say it that way but because we all want to stand out and we're all individuals and I definitely have a very strong passionate personality and I know that about myself and I know that sometimes people can just be intimidated just off the fact that you come in confidently and it's not even that you're necessarily portraying anything negatively It's just the way that they perceive you. Like uh, when I first started with the esthetician work and, you know, most people that are estheticians, they don't have any type of formal degrees like, you know, bachelor's, master's. And so I'm coming into the picture and I have a bachelor's degree. I have a master's degree. I've been teaching almost 10 years. And my aunt said to me, like, don't even tell them that you're a teacher. And by the time she said that, it's like it was already too late because you're going on interviews and everything. And, of course, they're asking you, well, where's the rest of your job history? What have you done before this? And you have to come out with it and say, well, you know, I was teaching before this. And it's like you try to be as humble as possible. So I'm in there cleaning and mopping and wiping everything down even when it's not my turn even when I didn't have a client I'm doing all of these things but in the back of people's minds it's still like and even people were saying oh you're not going to be able to tell her anything because she was a teacher even though I didn't come in with that approach because I feel like if I don't know something about particular subject or area or I'm new to a particular subject or area I'm learning from you like I've never done home improvement projects before so what do I look like grabbing a hammer and nails and getting a saw and going to work and I don't have any type of direction any type of instructions I'm just going off what I think I know and that's not the way that I operate Now, I'm not going to say I'm not confident once I learn something. Of course, I'm confident once I learn it. But in the stages of me learning it, I'm not ever going to overstep the person that I feel like has the expertise in that area, regardless of what their education is. And I think that even goes back to the submission in the relationships, right? There are things that your spouse or your significant other is going to know about that you don't know about. So in that case, you would want them to be the somewhat authority in that subject or that thing. If you don't know how to manage your finances, then what are you raising up at them for? Because they want to create a budget. When you think about it, it's going to benefit your entire relationship. It's going to benefit your entire household. So why not? deflect to them in that particular area and then maybe let's say your expertise is cooking so they're going to deflect to you in that particular area and I think that's another misconception is that when you're submitting in a relationship it's not just one person submitting you're submitting to one another so if he wants to go somewhere and you're not for it you have a say so in that and if you want to go somewhere and he's not for it He has a say-so in that. Now, am I saying that it should get to the point of control where you're never going anywhere without him? But some people like relationships like that. And I think if that's the type of relationship you like, it's okay. And my perspective is not healthy, but that's just my perspective. If it works for your relationship, then that's what works for you. Like, I've heard of relationships where it's like, Um, I really want to go on this cruise. But my spouse or my significant other, they're afraid of cruises. They don't want to get on a cruise ship. So I'm just not going to go on a cruise. Like, I feel like if it's... If your relationship is decreasing your quality of life, then it may be something that you want to take into consideration. But if the decisions that they're making are improving your household and helping your household and benefiting both of you, not just them, because in a relationship, both parties need to be happy, not just one person. So if those decisions that they're making are benefiting both of you, why not submit to them? If any decision you come up with, even if I don't like it, if you tell me, hey, you need to stop going to Starbucks every day, then that's what I need to do. (laughs) As much as I want to go, I need to listen to that because it's not helping our household. And I can remember there were times when like every morning we would go and get breakfast in a relationship, you know, so that was just our normal thing. We're stopping at breakfast and then go to work, which that's fine. And it's fine if both of you are contributing and that's well with your finances and everything like that. But imagine the amount of money you can save if you say, okay, let's start taking this money that we would normally spend on breakfast and let's put it towards a travel bond. Or let's put it towards paying off our student loans. Or let's put it towards getting um, things fixed on our home. How much more beneficial would that be to your relationship than that breakfast that you're grabbing? And then you could just get some breakfast stuff, put it in the freezer... Or refrigerator and have it conveniently get you a curic. that'll save you a lot of money versus going to get a cup of coffee every day so those are just some decisions that can be made when you're talking about being submissive in a relationship how many times have we seen people just like dehumanizing and putting down one another in relationships and not just doing it like in the privacy of their own homes but literally like out in public in front of other people. And how humiliating is that to do that in front of others, to the person that you're seeing that you love and you wanna spend the rest of your life with? Like, I think that's what we have to really start thinking about is how we're treating one another and not even what what message we're relaying to other people, But what message are we relaying to one another is saying, I don't respect you. You're nothing to me. And you may not even feel that way about the particular person, but that's the way that it comes off. And I think that it's because we don't have that submission in our relationships anymore. It's like there's two individuals. And we're just going to remain individuals, and I'm not going to yield to you anyway, and you're not going to yield to me anyway. So what you're doing is you're just combating against each other, and you're fighting against one another, when in reality, you're supposed to be on the same team. When you enter into a relationship with someone, and especially once you take it to the level of marriage— It's supposed to be you two that are in this ring together. And you're not supposed to let the outside noise affect what you have going on inside of your household. You're not supposed to let other people's opinions affect what you have going on in your household. And unless it's something that's going to be beneficial, I would even say you're not even supposed to be taking other people's advice like that. Because what works for one person in their marriage, in their relationship does not always work for the person that you're with. You should know who you're with. You should know what buttons to push with them. You should know what makes them feel a certain kind of way. You should know what hurts them. You should know what angers them. And for you to listen to somebody else's advice about your relationship is saying that you really don't know what to do unless this is a person that's a counselor and it's someone that you respect, who you, whose opinion you respect and value. But as far as just including your family and the decisions that you're making, unless you know that this is a sound individual, like I will have people come to me a lot of times because they know that I'm going to give them an objective opinion. Like I'm not going to take into consideration that you're my friend or this person is not my friend or this person you know, you're my family and this person is not my family. I'm literally going to tell you, yes, you were wrong when you did this. Or, no, I don't think you were wrong. I think you could have done this. Or maybe if they would have done this, it would have been more beneficial. But I'm literally going to give you a straightforward opinion. And unless you have that type of person in your life, You don't want to bring your family and friends into your relationship because then they'll be looking at you like, he did this, that, and the other to you, and you still with him, or she did this, that, and the other to you, and you still with them, and it's not their business. What you choose to forgive and move on from. And another thing, they don't have the full picture. They have the picture that you gave them, or they have the picture that your significant other gave them, But they don't have a full picture. They weren't a fly on the wall when whatever was occurring. And even if they saw you all interact in one setting a certain way, it doesn't mean that's the way you all always are. And um, I would just kind of advise against taking everyone's advice. When you enter into that relationship, it's the two of you. And it's kind of crazy because uh, when I was like a teenager... I was having a conversation with one of my neighbors and I still take into account the words that he spoke because to me it was so profound for (laughs) teenagers to be sitting talking about relationships and stuff but he was just talking about how in relationships it's like we're trying to compete against one another and that's just because of our egos right It's like my ego is telling me I'm just as grown as you are. I've been through just as much, if not more, than you've been through. So how you going to tell me? Like, that's just what our ego says, right? But our ego is what's preventing us from having these meaningful, long-term relationships that we see and that we want. Like, so many people say that they want... Sierra and Russell's relationship or you know all of these people that they see in the media and or even when we see those videos of like couples that have been married for 50 years and we can't even be with somebody for 50 days because we don't understand how to mesh our lives with someone we don't understand how to cut out the BS And how to get to like the real meat of the relationship. So, you know, in this conversation that we had, he was just saying, your relationship is not about who's winning because if you're on the same page, then we're both winning. When you submit to me and I submit to you, we're both winning. We're not losing anything. We're not losing our individuality. We're still individuals. We're not losing our self-respect. We're not losing anything. We're gaining. Because now we have the ability to share our lives with someone else. But when you allow that ego to get in the way. And to say that I'm just as grown as you. I don't have to listen to you. I'm going to do things my way. You're going to do things your way. It's hurting your relationship. It's killing what you're trying to build. And that's not just in a... What do I want to call it? It's not just in a relationship that, you know, where you're talking about marriage and things like that, but it's also in your family relationships. It's also in your friendships. How many times have we allowed the ego to get in the way of our friendships? Where it's like, oh, she did this to me. She didn't show up on my birthday. She canceled. I'm done with her. And then you just stop talking to them. So all the years of things that y'all have been through are meaningless to you. Because this one particular time when they didn't show up for you negates everything else that they've done in your entire relationship. But it's your ego telling you, I can't go out like that. I can't let them do this to me and then still be friends with them. But you can. It's called forgiveness. Now, some things I'm not going to say are unforgivable but some things You may forgive them and still choose not to be in relationship with them. But some of the things that we've fallen out with people about, it's not even worth falling out about. They looked at you the wrong way. They, come on now, like some of this stuff is just literally petty. That's what it is. And if we want to start having those meaningful relationships, if we want to start having those relationships like what we've seen our grandparents do, we're great-grandparents, and our aunts and uncles of old, our ancestors, and we want to start having those type of relationships, we have to change some of our ways. We have to change our ways. We have to start looking at the situation that's in front of us and seeing how our attitude and our ego is killing our relationships because we don't want to submit, because we don't want to say to this person, I respect you and trust you enough to believe that whatever decision that you make, you're taking into consideration the whole picture, and that it's going to help us get to a better place. So um, I think these are my thoughts on submission and the differences between submission and dominance. Dominance is you can't go anywhere without my permission. You can't do anything without my permission. Oh, that outfit you put on, you may as well go upstairs and take that off because you're not wearing that out of the house. That's dominance. You need to wake up at this time. You need to wear your hair this way because this is the way that I like your hair to be worn. Now, submission in that same respect may be, hey, babe, you know what? I'm thinking about changing my hair. What do you think about this style? And then they might say, oh, okay, I like when you wear your hair and braids. Or uh, I think maybe you should get it pressed this time or whatever. And then you, might, you may take it into consideration and say, well, yeah, maybe I will get it pressed this time and I'll get the braids next time. Or you might say, well, you know what? I'm going to get the braids because it's easier for me when I get up in the morning to just go ahead and get ready. That's one less thing I have to do in the morning. And it's like, okay, yeah, I understand that. That's cool. You know you're gonna look good either way, whatever. Like, simple, simple conversation. But do you know how many people are falling out about that? You can't tell me how to get my hair done. You can't tell me what to wear, you can't and then you go out looking like a clown. <laughs> it's crazy to me. Like you were rather have everything hanging out looking crazy people are approaching you the wrong way you giving off the wrong type of vibes Then for you to just listen when your significant other is telling you yeah I don't think that's the move like it's literally that simple it's not like you're a child but it's just saying I'm looking out for you like I respect you enough to where I know what kind of Response people are going to give you, and let's say you're not going out with them. I know how this person is going to react, or I know how people are going to react when they see you. And I know we all can say it. Oh, my react, your reaction to what I'm wearing is not my problem. Yes, that all is true. But why would I do something extra, knowing full well what kind of reaction I'm going to get? And knowing that I can prevent it just by doing one thing. Oh, let me put a jacket over it. Don't even have to button the jacket all the way up, whatever. But just a simple little fix. Like, why would I do the most when I could just still be cute, still be presentable, whatever, but not doing the absolute most, not having everything hanging out, not going to extremes. Like, it's okay not to go to extremes sometimes. It's okay to reserve that uh, sexy lingerie bodysuit, whatever, for home versus wearing it out in public where you're going to get all type of reactions that you may not even want yourself. And we all know, like, we like to get compliments and stuff like that. Like, nobody is a stranger to that. But some attention that you get is unwanted attention and i know i've gotten it so i'm sure a lot of you have gotten it as well and if submitting to your significant other is saying that they're telling you i don't think that's the move and you do it anyway just because you're grown you know whatever it's just whatever reaction you get in the end (laughs) then it's like you know what i should have listened when you said that because people was doing the most tonight you was right and it's that simple, you know, just leave it at that. So I think we just, we have to realize the difference between dominance and submission. Submission is okay. It's saying, I listen to you. I'm listening to you. I'm respecting you. I'm trusting you. I have faith in this relationship that we have. And dominance is saying, I don't trust you. And I'm reacting in this way because I don't trust you. And I don't trust the outcomes. I'm dominating what you're doing. I want you to dress this way. You need to wear skirts all the time. You don't need to wear pants at all. That's domination. And that's the difference between submission and domination is that domination is from a different approach. It's from a controlling perspective. And that submission is from a caring perspective. It's from a trusting perspective. It's from, this is what we're trying to build together. We're trying to complement one another. We're trying to merge two lives together. And in order to merge two lives together, you got to compromise. You have to submit. Because if not, you always are going to be butting heads unless you get somebody that's just like you. And most of the time, the person that you're with is not just like you. But if you're unwilling to yield in any type of way, then maybe you just aren't ready for a relationship. And that could be true too. But if you're saying that you're ready for a relationship, in some cases you're going to have to yield to that person in something. I'm going to drive the truck today. You drive the car. Even if it's something that simple. Why you got to drive the truck? Why does it always have to be an argument? Why can't we just make a decision? Like there are literally some people that all they want to do is argue about everything and there's nothing that you can say that they will agree with. If you say you want pizza tonight for dinner, they don't want pizza. They want spaghetti. Then tomorrow, they gonna want pizza. <laughs> they just don't want pizza today because you want pizza today. Like, We need to stop this stuff, especially when we're talking about being with somebody and trying to merge our lives together. You can't combat everything that they come up with, for goodness sake. You got to try to work with them in some things, and most things. And there will be some things that you don't agree on, but you're still going to have to disagree respectfully. You have to disagree respectfully because once you lose that respect... That's when you lose your relationship. And I think that this is what, what Jenny was trying to say, like what she came across with this, is that she respects him enough, she trusts him enough to submit to him. And hopefully he feels the same way about her, that he trusts her and respects enough to yield to her at times because he's in that public eye as well. And I'm sure there's a lot of women that come in his direction and everything like that. And there may be times when she has to drop a little bug in his ear. And hopefully he will listen to her as well and submit to her as well. So those are just my thoughts on the difference between submission and dominance. Of course, as always, I want to know what you all think. A lot of um, people will hit me up in my inbox or DM me and let me know that they enjoyed the episode. And I thank you all for listening. Join me on the next episode. Bye-bye.